Welcome to EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and today's guest is Melissa Ambrosini, the best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide, the host of the top-rated podcast, The Melissa Ambrosini Show, a keynote speaker, content creator, and entrepreneur. In today's podcast, we chat about how to inspire others to unlock their full potential, minimize your self-critic, and create the business and life of your dreams. Before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to Chili Technology who helped make today's episode possible. So thank you so much, Melissa, for coming on our show today. And I thought about this because 2020 hasn't been on anyone's vision board. We've had bushfires, then we had flood, now we have coronavirus. And I was thinking, who can I ask You know, when people are right now in a a moment of solitude, how could people even reset and realign to manifesting their dreams? And I know you're huge in this space and I love manifesting and creating goals and things like that. So I want to talk to you about those kinds of things. You know, can you explain to our audience what manifesting even means and how you actually go about setting affirmations and your intentions? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's really interesting. I saw a funny meme on Instagram that said, hey, 2020, none of this was on my vision board or something like that. And I had a little laugh because I thought, yeah, like, you know, no one could have predicted what has unfolded right now. As we record this, it's, it's April 2020 and we're in the middle of the coronavirus. And for those in Australia, we started the year with some very devastating fires. So yes, I did have a little laugh at that meme, but all jokes aside, it's been it's been big for a lot of people. And I think, you know, manifestation is such an important piece of setting our life up. And basically for I think everyone knows what manifestation is. I'm I'm pretty sure everyone knows what manifestation is. And I don't know if everyone knows how to do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about how to do it. And I basically believe that we are manifesting our life moment to moment. We are co-creating with the universe our life. And everything we say, everything we do is creating our life. So if you currently manifesting something in your life that you don't like, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a health issue or something like that, you know, go and reflect back inward and, and see how you could have contributed to that manifestation. And then right now, it's it's an amazing opportunity. It's like this giant reset, this giant pause that we have been gifted to realign with what it is that we want, like what's important to us. I think so many people right now are doing a little bit of a clean out, a bit of a course correct and going, okay, well, what's really important to me now? Like, what do I want? I think so many people are resetting their goals and realigning and with so much uncertainty and you know, it really is a a week by week thing at the moment. We don't know what's going to happen and we have to kind of just keep our options open and, and stay present and keep showing up for what's true for us and keep putting one foot in front of the other. But I think keeping it, you know, to what you want right now in your daily life, you know, I think because it's very a lot of people are like, what do you want to manifest this year? And with so much uncertainty, it's like, well, how do you just want to feel today? Like strip it right back, come right back to, well, how do you want to feel today? What do you want to manifest today? Do you want to manifest a day that's 
flowing and, and with ease and grace and, and joy and laughter and dance and play or, or what do you want? So I think stripping it right back to today or this week is a really powerful thing that you can be doing right now instead of you know projecting so far into the future because it, there is just so much uncertainty right now and we don't know how long this is going to go on for. So we just really need to pull it right back to daily what we want to manifest. I love that. And there's this amazing guy called Dr. Daniel Amen. He's a leading psychiatrist in California. And even he says, you know, starting the day with the phrase, you know, today is going to be a great day. And his positive self-talk has such a powerful influence on our brain. Do you have particular affirmations or intentions that you start the day with? Sometimes I wake up and say, I'm energized or I am grateful or today's going to be a beautiful day. And I just tell myself that as soon as I open up my eyes and I open up the blinds, and I'm like, yeah. And then it kind of puts you in this this vibe of, well, this is what's going to happen today. It's going to be beautiful. Absolutely. I just posted this on Instagram, actually. I just posted about how the universe has ears and it's listening to every word that you say and every thought that you think. And so if you are constantly saying, I'm so tired, I can't afford this, he always does this. She always says this. I can't afford to do that. Whatever it is, like that is what you will manifest, truly. And even if you just think it, like if you just walk past yourself in the mirror and you scoff at yourself internally, like the universe picks up on that energy. So absolutely, I am always telling myself, like I just constantly have on repeat in my mind different positive affirmations. I am healthy, I am strong, I am calm, I am relaxed, whatever it is. And that's the first thing that I do every single morning is I start my day with gratitude. So I say to myself or with my husband, we mentioned three things that we're grateful for every single morning. And if he's still asleep, I just do this by myself. And that's how I start my day because gratitude and appreciation, when you start your day with that and when you kind of live that every day, the universe gives you more things to be grateful for and to appreciate. So your words and thoughts are so powerful. Make sure that they are positive and uplifting and inspiring. That is so true. And I love this, Melissa. I love your morning routine. And about the universe has ears. Uh, Yes, it does. And I'm worried about people when they do say things like, I'm not good enough. I don't have a good enough network to do that. And, and they, you know, they suffer this like imposter syndrome and, And this is the big thing I think with manifesting and then setting goals is that sometimes people honestly would derail themselves. And I saw your amazing TED Talk. For those of you listening, please check out Melissa Ambrosini's TED Talk. It's incredible. I loved it. And I thought this is a good place potentially to share some top tips to mastering your inner critic. Can you help us with those kinds of things? Yes. So that's exactly what I teach in that TED Talk. It's my four-step cast process to master your inner critic. So yeah, definitely go and watch that and you can see me kind of acting out the process. But the first step in the cast process, which is really about casting aside your inner critic so that your true self can shine. And the first letter C stands for character and you have to create a little character for your inner critic. You have to visualize it, see it. What is she wearing or he wearing? What's its name? Where does it sit? Does it sit on your right shoulder, your left shoulder? Is it in front of you? Get really clear on 
what that character looks like because what that does is it helps you separate it from the truth of who you are because so many people believe that your inner critic and the things that your inner critic says to you, like you're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, successful enough, is the truth and it's actually not the truth. So by creating a little character, you are separating it from the true you. So that's the first step in the cast process is creating a character. The next one, A, stands for awareness. You have to become aware of what it is that your inner critic is telling you. And for some people, it's you're not smart enough or who do you think you are or you're not good enough or you'll never get out of debt or you'll never meet the guy. So literally write down all of the things that your inner critic says to you and shine light on it, right? Because so many people aren't even aware of what it is that they're saying. They just know that it's negative and it makes them feel bad. So we've got to get really clear on what it is that they're saying. And then the third letter S stands for shut. And that means we've got to shut the door on our inner critic. So instead of inviting your inner critic in, like when they come knocking on your door, think of them like an annoying salesperson. And if they come knocking on, like imagine an annoying salesperson comes knocking on your door, you'd be like, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested today. And you would just like close the door and be like, have a nice day. But you know, what most people do is they're like, oh, come in. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Give me your 45 minute spiel on something that I'm not even interested in because I feel bad. And I just want to like people please and things like that. It's like, no, like you say, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested today. And then you shut the door on your inner critic. And then the fourth letter T stands for truth. So basically the cast process leads you back to the truth of who you are. So We have to take ourselves through this little process. The first one, once you've created the character, then awareness, shut the door, and then you come back to the truth of who you are. Well, women have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. So you might be doing that process 60 to 80,000 times a day. The thing is, though, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's a process. It's like a muscle. The more you flex it, the stronger it gets. So just keep at it and know that you will get to a place where your inner critic doesn't run the show anymore. It's not in the driver's seat of your life and you are, the true you is. And that is the funnest place to live life from. Yeah, that's so empowering. That is super cool. I love that technique. And it's really interesting when I was listening to you there, you mentioned about these people pleasers. And to be honest, I used to be a huge people pleaser. You said that you used to be one as well. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like the no guru. Like I <laughs> I am so tight on my boundaries and what I say yes to. And I think a lot of people really struggle, especially as women, to say no. And I'd love you to share one or two ideas around the magical power of saying no, thank you. So from a place of kindness. And how do we be okay with that? Yeah, I think I just wrote a blog post on this literally a few days ago, the art of saying no, thank you. And because, yeah, I used to be a gold medalist people pleaser and I was doing it literally because I didn't want to trigger my rejection wound. That's the truth. Like I was doing it from a place of fear and I watched my mom and and all the women in my life people please and the men in my life too, you know, like my dad, both of my parents are just incredible and I love and adore them. But my dad would say things to me growing up like, you've got to do this because it's your sister or you've got to do this because of you should do this and like all this constant shooting all over the place and 
just because and things like that. And I was like, well, no, like I, I actually, it's not true for me to do that. So, and this doesn't mean that you can't do nice things for people. Like absolutely. I do nice things for people all the time, but I do them from a place of love and because I want to, not because I think I should do them. So I think there's two things you need to look at here. And it's like, every time you do something, are you doing it because you actually want to, or are you doing it because you don't want to upset someone, you don't want it to trigger your rejection wound. Really be honest with yourself about why you are saying yes. And I think, you know, when you know someone is a people pleaser, like you feel it, right? When some of my friends who have really strong, healthy boundaries say yes to me, I know they really want to do it. I know they want to do it. And then, you know, they might also say to me, I'm like, you know what? could you help me with this? Or do you want to do this? And they're like, you know what? No, I can't this week, babe. Like I actually just want to have a bath and have dinner with my husband and my son and let's rain check for next week. I'm like, cool. Like she just fully honored her boundaries and, and you know, because she could have said, yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's go for a walk when just because she didn't want to upset me or something. But those people, I know that when they do say yes, it really means that they want to do it and they want to be there. So their yeses are weighted so much more highly and, and of more value because they listen to their truth and they follow that. So you don't have to be a people pleaser. It's exhausting. It gave me adrenal fatigue and it's not fun. And read my article on the art of saying, no, thank you. It's on my blog and, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. That's awesome. And we'll reshare that as well on our social medias because I think the whole thing with mental health as well is that when we give too much of ourselves to everybody else and forget to actually fill up our own cup, that is when our mental health can also go down a spiral sometimes that we never want it to. And that's why I'm so very protective of my time, my mental health, my family. And I wanted to say a big shout out to you too, to say thank you so much for being vulnerable on your socials about your own past mental health experiences. And I think it really helps, you know, have these conversations So I know mental health is really big for you and I'd love to know you're very, you've got so many things going on, Melissa, as a busy entrepreneur and very successful podcast and author and all these great things. What do you do? Like what are your non-negotiables that support your mental health? And please throw in Singing Little Mermaid. (sighs) (laughs) Honestly, like you can ask my husband, I was singing it this morning. (laughs) like he's it's my favorite song like it just it brings me so much joy so yes singing and dancing are essential for my happiness like essential key components they bring me so much joy and whether that's dancing by myself or dancing with my husband I love both And singing just around the house or in the car, wherever, just brings me so much joy. Music brings me so much joy and so much happiness. And then things like meditation, absolutely. I meditate twice a day for 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. That is just something that fuels me on such a deep level. And then some other little extra things that really do help are tapping, emotional freedom technique. Can you give us a little bit of detail around tapping? Because I've heard so many people talk about the positive benefits of tapping and that's one area I actually haven't gone to research into. Oh, it's so amazing. So I had Nick Ortner from the Tapping Solutions on my podcast. If you want to go listen to that episode, check that out. It's it's really, really good. 
So basically tapping, also known as emotional freedom technique, basically it's like a set of taps on your body. So like on your hand and on your face and on your head and on your collarbone and different areas. And basically you're tapping on meridian points whilst saying powerful and inspiring affirmations. And this reprograms your subconscious mind. So, you know, say you are feeling incredibly overwhelmed and incredibly anxious. Like say you are feeling 10 out of 10 on the anxiety meter, and then you tap, like you can instantly, like in a five minute tap, you could potentially drop that 10 to like a five. And then you could do another round and you could get even lower. So, you know, there's some incredible anxiety taps that you can do. They're free. You can just YouTube, Google them. And we do one on my episode with Nick Ortner. He's got an incredible app as well. I did a self-love one this morning. I don't tap every day, but I just use it. I pull it out of my wellness toolkit when I feel like I really need it. Some other things that are really great for my mental health, having a bath. I absolutely love having a bath with Epsom salts and essential oils. And that is like, that fills me up so much. I have on my website, a free self-love menu, which you can definitely check out. And basically that is 10 things that I love. And I do something off my self-love menu every single day, every day. I do more than one thing off that self-love menu, going for a walk in the beach, diving in the ocean, things like that, that really just fill me up. They are also great for my mental health. Time with my husband is great for my mental health. My friendships. I am very much extroverted person and I get so fueled by time with my soul sisters. I also get very fueled by solo time. But I've really noticed like whilst we have been physically distancing during this time, a couple of weeks into it, I was like, This is like, how long can I go without seeing a girlfriend? And then I realized that we're allowed to go for walks. Well, where I am in Australia, you are allowed to go for a walk with someone else, keeping your distance in between you. So I did that and we walked for three hours. (laughs) One of my best friends and I, we walked for three hours and my throat was killing me from talking so much and so was hers. But it was hilarious because we just had so much to share. And, and you know, you look at all the blue zones around the world and, and one of the keys to longevity is community. And I think having beautiful friendships, whether it's friends or family, beautiful relationships and connections in your life is so important for your mental health. Absolutely. So there are just some things that I do. Reading good books is also good for my mental health. Eating good food, clean water exercise, yoga, movement, sunshine, nature, all of those things. There's so many things. You've got such a gorgeous um, and I love that your self-love menu. I love that you call it that. We we call our self-care invitations and I love self-love menu and you've got a beautiful list there, Melissa, and I love my audience. There's a lot of women that follow us on our platform for mental health and well-being and I think you are so beautifully aligned with what you do with your work and I'd love for people to find more about you. If you could just let our audience know where they go, where's best to find more about your amazing work. Oh, thank you. Well, come to my website, melissaambrosini.com and all of my blog, my podcast, everything, all my products are there. My podcast is called The Melissa Ambrosini Show. I release two episodes a week 
It is awesome. Come and listen. And then on Instagram, I'm Melissa at Ambrosini and, and come and introduce yourself to me on there. Send me a DM and tell me what you got out of this episode. I would love to hear. And I'm also on Facebook. I have a private Facebook group called the MA Tribe, which is where we connect and support and love each other. So you can come and join that too. And you can sign up to my newsletter. I send lots and lots of love notes to people into their inbox. So yeah, you can get all of that at my website. You were just divine. I'm just smiling here listening. (laughs) I can feel your amazing positive energy coming through my microphone. And with what you share, you know, I think that's a great shout out. If you found an aha moment during this podcast, you're like, that is absolutely gold. If you take a photo of this podcast and you tag Melissa in on her Instagram, Melissa Ambrosini, and tag EQ Minds, and I'll definitely reshare it on Instagram stories. And that way, you know, we can share this ripple of knowledge out across the nation and across the globe. So, Melissa, thank you so much, sweetheart, for coming on today. You're an absolute beauty and diamond of a woman. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been beautiful and you ask great questions. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks, hon. To continue on your calm journey, I really encourage you to download a free ebook on how to live a calmer life. Simply head to eqmind.com to receive your free copy. And if you're in a really good mood, please feel free to give us a five-star rating. It helps other people find the podcast and then together we can help other people with their mental health and well-being. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us and we'll see you again in a week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of information contained in this podcast is used at the user's own risk.